his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. KCBS Radio. Original podcasts. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman, along with Stephen Langford, and this is Bay Current. So first and foremost, for longtime Bay Current listeners, number one, thank you. Number two, you probably noticed that I have not been hosting this podcast in a while, certainly not on a regular basis. That's because we played a little musical chairs here and uh, at KCBS Radio, changed roles recently and really uh, excited about it. I'm the afternoon drive sports anchor on our afternoon newscast. And so I get to be joined today on the podcast by my colleague who anchors on the mornings, Stephen Langford. I love the gig. It's great. Get to talk sports every day. What, what wouldn't you love? I also love that I don't have to get up at about 4.30 in the morning like you do. <laughs> <laughs> Try 4, Matt. Okay, Try 4, four o'clock. No, it's, uh, uh, I, but the people get to listen to you all the way from 12 to 7. I mean, that's, the, that's, that's the, twice an hour from 12 to 7. More dose of Matt Pittman. That's what, it mean, that's what that means. Uh, some, something like that. <laughs> so I wanted to sit and have this conversation with you um, because Giants opening day is upon us. Uh, I think opening day, obviously, look, if you're the if you're the A's and, and you're an A's fan, you know that you're in in for a long season this year. Right. But opening day is special. It's fun. You wait all winter for it. Uh, certainly, you know, um, Oracle Park's going to be full. Giants fans are excited about it. But this is not quite the opening day that a lot of Giants fans envisioned, sort of allowed themselves to daydream about in the offseason because Aaron Judge will not be in the outfield. Uh, Carlos Correa will not be at shortstop. Um, <laughs> do you think if, if you had to kind of just like put yourself in, in the seat of a, a Giants fan right now, are they still a little bit maybe resentful, bummed out, disappointed, or the fact that we've gone through spring training where the season's now underway, you think some of that soreness has started to wear off a little bit? I'd say the one for Correa has, the well, pain sure. for Correa has, because, you know, he went through like three different teams, well, two different teams, really. He went back to his original team, the Twins, but once fans realized, oh, the Mets were having the same issue that that our team had, yeah. okay, then, like, I, I'm, I'm, good, I'm good with that. But the Aaron Judge, that sting I don't think is going to go away for a while because he was here in the city, seemed like he wanted to sign with his hometown team. I mean, this he's referencing Rich Aurelia. As one of his favorite players, hey, not there's not throwback. a hey. I mean, there's a, you know players reference Barry Bonds, maybe Jeff Kent's even thrown into the mix, but very the thrill. Yeah. You, you, but true Giants fans, if Rich Aurelia was one of the idols growing up, that means you were definitely a diehard. So I think that one is going to sting. And then also just going into opening day, I don't think many uh, Giants fans envision. Let's go see the Kansas City Royals play the Giants at Oracle Park on opening day. It's bizarre, yeah. super weird because the. 
I mean, they'll this will be the third American League series they play. Yeah. And they still haven't even seen, you know, National League teams. But even when Aaron Judge, he had his his news conference on opening day in New York, and he had the C as the Yankees captain. And he all but said, I'm paraphrasing, but he all but said, like, I was never really going to leave New York. Right. Basically, you owe it to yourself as a professional to go through that process as a free agent, listen yeah. to other teams, experience being wined and dined. I think we all kind of would love to, to go through that. But uh, he was never really going to leave the Yankees. So that still doesn't take away some of the sting or kind of blunt it a little bit. I think I think I think maybe I, I'm not going to speak for like a majority of the fan base and what and what they think. But I also you know that you know that gif on on social media with Alonzo Mourning where he's sitting on the bench and he's just shaking his head and then he <laughs> raises his eyebrows and he's like, well, yeah, OK. okay. I mean, once they, once I think fans maybe learned that judge was kind of leveraging his position yeah. in order to get the money that he feels he deserves from mm -hmm. the Yankees. I think some fans have come to terms with that and they're like, well, you're going to be getting paid a, a lifetime yeah. changing amount of money and you might as well do it with, you know, the agent that you have, Scott Boris, he's known to be doing, or excuse me, he wasn't represented by Scott Boris. Uh, but outside Correa of that, was. <laughs> Correa was, yeah, that's where I'm getting mixed yeah. up. But why not leverage as much as you can? So I think yeah. it, it, I'm not going to speak for the fan base and that's in in that regard. I do wonder what that's like. Maybe that's a question, you know, to ask fans later down the line and go to Oracle Park and, and see how they're feeling. Not to belabor the whole Aaron Judge point, but I just wonder if you didn't have John Heyman tweeting <laughs> that Arson Judge was going to be yeah. a, a giant, if you didn't have it where it, it physically was real for like just a, a few minutes – and then to be like, oh, he jumped the gun. Okay, reporters do that from time to time. It's embarrassing. It sucks, but it happens. And then it just doesn't happen. So I wonder if the arson judge tweet had never gone out, if things would be a little easier to swallow. Weren't you working that time? Because I was, I was, yeah, I, I was. was out sick. I was, and I remember seeing the tweet, the mm -hmm. ar the arson judge, arson judge, <laughs> misspelled Aaron, is coming to San Francisco. Yeah. But then also, I might have jumped the gun a little bit on this whole thing. Like, I, how did that feel for you? Like just being able to try and report on it, trying to oh, get I mean, something I, factual. Know, I wanted to get it on the air as quickly as possible. <laughs> just you know, it's it's a it's one of the biggest story. It would have ended up being one of the biggest stories in sports for the entire calendar year. I mean, he's the best player in baseball. Yeah, and coming to a place where free agents typically, have, yeah, you wanted to get it out there, and just <laughs> frankly, it allows. I love those stories, those rare stories as a sports anchor, even on a sports station, where we're allowed to just almost just bask in the homerness of it right we're just be like okay we're gonna throw away this objectivity and be like oh my god freak out a little bit and have fun with it yeah but you know john Heyman's a great baseball reporter obviously but you know getting a, a, a news piece like that wrong and then miss <laughs> misspelling yeah. it's just kind of a double whammy yeah so anyway we can move on because obviously that's that's you know that was one of the big stories but this giants club as it's as it's constituted right now um Fans seem a little bit kind of, ap you know, apathetic yeah. is kind of what I can get on on social media from them. They have the potential, I think, to do some interesting things this season. But I think the first thing that fans are going to want to see and that we're going to be watching all season is how many runs can they score to support a pretty good pitching staff. Right, right. Logan Webb is already falling into that category mm -hmm. of like, a, you know, a Matt Cain type where he's not getting any run support. I remember that when Matt Cain was on a run and nobody could get any sort of backup for him or insurance. Um, 
I, my question going into it is with this new lineup, I mean, the, the offseason, they did what they've always done. They they bought low-value players with potential to maybe have a breakout season. They give them the classic one-year option to possibly leave and test free agency if they feel they've played well enough to get that big payday. Mm-hmm. And they did that with Michael Conforto, Mitch Hanniger, who started out the season after spring training on the 10-day injured list. And I, I think that's where my head's at after the offseason is despite the Carlos Correa and Aaron Judge stuff, those offseason moves they were they made were not bad. Conforto is coming off an injury previously an all-star. Mitch Haniger at one point in 2021 with the Mariners, he he had a nearly 40 home run season. And when he's healthy, he can he can really hit the ball. And then from a pitching uh, standpoint, they did sign Ross Stripling um, and Taylor Rogers, obviously the twin brother to Tyler Rogers. He was once an all-star type of closer. Yeah. So they've got a lot of former all-stars on this team. I don't really know what to expect in terms of run scoring from them, but I, I think they need to get a little production out of those newer additions if they want to actually make it over a 500 record this year. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on on the two outfield guys they signed in, Hanniger yeah. and, and Conforto. Um, I saw a lot of Mitch Hanniger early in his career when I was still up in Seattle. Um, health is his thing. I mean, if he's healthy, he performs and he hits. He, right. he played 157 games and hit – 38 home runs back in what 2018 year yeah. after that um you know he only was able to play in 63 games had 13 home runs and um look Conforto's coming off a of missing an entire season but that's a dude who hit over 20 home runs three straight years yeah with the Mets and um you know those are two guys you you hate to you know ask for bounce back years especially for a guy coming off of like a, a long um, you know, season-long injury with the, after shoulder surgery like Conforto. But those are the very Giants moves, like you said, getting a guy, you know, maybe taking a flyer on him and hoping that, yeah. that you kind of catch lightning in a bottle. And I think that's kind of going to have to translate to the rest of this this roster in in catching lightning in a bottle, seeing if you can, you know, stay at or slightly above 500 and, and then reevaluate things as you get into – late June and July ahead of the, the trade deadline. Because don't forget, this team went out there trying to sign Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, all these free agents. They still have the capital to go and make a move. So whoever that player, the, whoever the Juan Soto of 2023 turns out to be, where you can go out and pull the trigger on a deal and get him, Giants find themselves in that position if they're willing to cough up the prospects that it's going to take. Yeah, and uh, the, you know that number one player, though, that's going to be... Shohei Otani, who is going to be most likely av- – I, I personally think he'll be available at the deadline. Of course, you think he'll have, be available at the deadline and s- not through the season? Maybe through the season, but we'll see where the Angels are at by is the time. The Angels are the worst team in the American League West, which, you know, they probably won't be. Sorry, yeah. fans, but they'll be close. They could be close. You know, that still is guaranteed gate revenue for the Angels. Right. And, that, and I'm glad you brought that up because – I think that's something, you know, Giants fans are going to kind of watch the same way they did with Aaron Judge last year. You know, wait for the offseason watch. Right. I frankly think there's no way Artie Moreno can let Shohei Otani go because he is the cash cow for that. that or- that's the only thing going for that organization right now. Right. With, which says something because they've got Mike Trout, who's electric when he's healthy. But, um, Wow. Yeah, old predictions. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 I know. I'm, 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 I'm getting deadline. way too ahead of my skis. But, <laughs> but I, I'm also curious for the Giants, though, what their younger roster is going, going to look like. Um, they left Bryce Johnson in spring training, but he's back. 
Um, he's a young up and coming outfielder who can steal bases. Uh, Casey Schmidt is another guy who made a lot of noise out of spring training, though he did not make the opening day roster. He's starting with AAA, the top pitching prospect, not only with the Giants, but in baseball, the top left-handed pitching prospect, Kyle Harrison, um, De La Salle guy, local guy who's risen through the ranks. He's starting in AAA. I'm also curious to see what the uh, promotions look like. If the Giants remain as they, as they stay the course, which is we're going to slowly, but surely promote these guys. They mm-hmm. do not. They, they do not let the training wheels – they do not take off the training wheels early. They they let them get their time in the minor leagues. I want to see if they maybe change that depending on how the season's going, you know, come May and June. It's still a team that is just a couple years removed from winning 107 games. Yeah. Right? And winning the National League West in, in a competitive National League West. I think it's more competitive now than it was two years ago. And yeah. I don't think they're a 107-win club this year. Some people even have the Padres yeah. being the National League West champs instead of the Dodgers. Yeah. How much of, of that was mirage versus something that if everyone is healthy and performs and you do get kind of breakout seasons from a Michael Conforto, something where you know this is potentially a... 90 plus win team that could compete for the division or at least a wild card spot. I'd like to Sorry say to put you on the spot. I'd like to say it's it's not a mirage but that's see you're relying on on factors that you know breakout seasons from Conforto and Han- that's it's yeah. a lot that you're riding yeah. on especially um with guys who have been hurt in their career like what I saw from this Giants team early was maybe maybe hovering around 500 again like that's at least as the roster is constructed because just teams are starting to stack up with players like the Phillies they poached Trey Turner away from the Dodgers yeah the Padres they got Xander Bogarts from the Boston Red Sox they took advantage of a horrible offseason for the Red Sox Tatis Jr. back this yeah and they're gonna have Tatis Jr. back so I I'd like to say that maybe they could squeak into a wild card spot but with the amount of just how much better the other teams have gotten and you know not even just the Phillies it's the Mets um, the Cardinals got a couple of prospects coming up as well as, you know, the reigning MVP, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. So it's it's hard with the amount of talent that's in the National League just to say, yeah, I think this Giants team can be a wild card spot. Maybe they're a fringe wild card team. Um, but I think this season is all about seeing what they got in their prospects and seeing if these offseason guys, if they have a season like they did, will they end up like a Carlos Rodon where they just leave somewhere else like he did with the Yankees go sign for a with a team for a bigger deal or will they actually sign these players long term depending on how this season goes it's there's there's a lot of other things to to pay attention to for the Giants as opposed to just hoping for that wild card spot at the end of September right right and and look if Shohei Itani's listening there's a lot of great restaurants here Mm -hmm. you know real estate it's not that bad I mean you're gonna make so much money Shohei you can afford a nice place in a nice neighborhood in the bay so yeah you know, come on up. Um, you have a favorite, like, a uh, favorite attraction, favorite go-to, favorite, like, uh, concession or something that if you go to a game at Oracle Park, you're going to hit up every single time. Well, this is this this is goes for both Oracle Park and uh, for the Coliseum as oh, okay. well. I know what you're say. No, it, I mean it's just a simple. It's just a simple either a Polish dog or a bratwurst, oh, depending okay. on how I'm feeling. Traditionalist with the onions and peppers. Mm-hmm. No sauerkraut though. I can't do the sauerkraut. It's a little too overpowering for me. Nah. A little too overbearing. But I'm all about the. I like the Polish sausage. That's what I had previously last year. Pretty much every game I went to, a little Polish sausage with the onions and peppers. Although sometimes at Oracle Park, they can keep the onions and peppers on there a little too long, and sometimes the bun gets soggy, but that's my go-to. Yeah, you're right. What about you? Uh, that, 
that that'd be that'd be probably like the entree. <sighs> the go-to go-to would definitely be the the Gear Deli Sunday. Nice. I mean, I'll wait in line out there in left field. Yeah. As long as I have to. Yeah. Um the experience for me that the the views, um the vibe, I, I think there's it's quite unmatched mm. what what the um yeah. what Oracle Park with the Giants are able to present. So um yeah looking for i'm glad baseball's back that's all that that's all that matters that's here. what their new slogan's about it's nothing like it it's not it's not you know it's not necessarily the team on the field yeah you know but it's just it's the whole the spectacle vibe. it's just yep. everything going to or the experience i mean even seeing the seagulls at the end of the game sometimes it can get annoying <laughs> but it's like oh wow i get to see the oracle park seagulls maybe carl the fog rolls in yep. i don't know I, I don't know but yep. there's a reason why nothing like it is their new slogan steven a pleasure uh we'll catch up with you again soon thank you my friend thank you sir Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio, produced by Mallory Samara. For more Bay Area stories, subscribe to Bay Current wherever you get podcasts. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.